Whose life are you living? This is a question I am going to have you sit with throughout this episode, not only through this episode, but also through the week, through the month. I want you to sit with this because this is a very important question because it's going to shed light on what exactly is getting in your way of living your vibrant life, your life that you desire. So stay tuned. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. It may sound like a very strange question. Whose life are you living? Because if I ask you that, you're all adults listening to this podcast episode. So you're going to say something like, it's my life. I'm living my life. But what you may not have considered is how much of your life is now based, the current life you're living is based on what has been taught to you, what you have absorbed consciously and unconsciously. And without even knowing You are living a life that is in some ways a big lie. Whoa, you're going to be like, what? What are you talking about? Or you may dispute this. But listen for a bit as I'm talking to you, because this is a common theme that I have seen with when potential clients have reached out to me. And this this episode was actually inspired with someone by someone that I did a was a potential client and we got on a call to talk about something that was holding her back from living her dharma her life's purpose and as I started to talk to her and I noticed this theme this comes up a lot with many of my clients before they start working with me because this is a common thing that a lot of evolved people struggle with. They know that their true self is different than the life that they're currently living, and they don't even realize what a big gap that is. What they see on the external is maybe unhappiness, maybe anxiety, maybe depression, maybe a sense of just unfulfilled feeling. and life feels very blah, this is often how it manifests. And if you have any of these types of feelings, then listen very closely. 
And even if you're not, this would actually benefit you tremendously to see what, what are the unconscious beliefs or stories you're living and whose stories or beliefs are they? So where I want you to start with is how do you feel? How do you feel? Look at all areas of your life. Every single area from relationships to your spiritual growth, evolution, to money, to your career. How do you feel in all these areas? If you are not satisfied, if you are not in a place of like, yes, I am really living the life that I want to live, then something is in the way of that. And this is the question to ask, whose life am I living? So like I said, externally, the way it manifests for a lot of people is a feeling of unrest, unfulfilled feeling, depression, sadness, anxiety, anger, frustration. This is a general unrest. This is how it manifests on the outside. Now, if you dig deeper, that means something is not in alignment. And what's often not in alignment is your what you want to do and what where you want to be and where you currently are that is the misalignment and that is the place we want to work with so what is this question whose life are you living have anything to do with this so as i was talking to this potential client it became very clear that all her life, she has lived based on other people's expectations of her. And you may be able to identify yourself in her shoes. The reason being unconsciously without even realizing, and I see this, and I'm not trying to do a gender bias, but I see this often, especially with women, unconsciously, they are always, they go into the state of like, okay, what is expected of me? Let me just do what is expected of me. And this common theme often happens because, you know, you're, you're born, the moment you're born, somebody is giving you their name, your name, based on their choice. You didn't choose your name. You didn't choose, I mean, on, on one higher level, you may say, yes, you've chosen every single thing that's happening in your life. Yes. But I'm talking about just in this 3D world. In this 3D world, you're born, someone gives you a name, someone sends you to a particular school, and then you are told by the teachers to do A, B, and C. You're told by your parents to do A, B, and C, or your caretakers. And then you grow up, and then you go to college, probably. And again, you're kind of always told what is the next step, and you kind of buy, you buy into it, and then you do that. And then maybe you're like, oh, it's time to get married. Oh, it's time to have kids. It's time to buy a house. You kind of have this, this is what is expected and you do that. There are very few people who question any of these things. And if you are one of them, kudos to you because you're already, you're already questioning what's right for you and what isn't because what's right for you will not be right for someone else. But most people, this is where they live. They first are okay, what's expected? You do this, then you have kids, and you're living your then you're taking care of your kids, you're kind of living their life, and taking you you're a caretaker, and then one day your kids leave for college. And then what happens? You're suddenly there goes like, oh my God, what's happening? I don't know myself, or I don't know what I'm doing. Who am I? This question starts to come up. Who am I? 
And this is what I'm saying. Whose life are you living? Who are you? Who are you without any of these identities of a mother, a father, um, a sister, a brother, a, an employee, an, an entrepreneur, a spiritualist? Like, who are you without any of those those identifications, identities? Who are you? This is a question to ask yourself because it's going to show you how much of your life you've lived based on what other people have expected of you versus what you truly want. So if you are struggling, it is time to look at what do you want? Do you know how many times I've asked this question to my clients or potential clients and they don't know the answer? I don't know. I don't know. I think I want this or I assume I want this, but they don't have any idea. And when you don't have an idea of where you're putting your, your, your end, what you're wor working towards, what is your destination? How will you get there? You won't have a roadmap. You won't know how to get from point A to point B if you have no idea where you're going. So once again, whose life are you living? Are you living your parents' life? Are you still holding on to what happened in your childhood? Are you living the life that you think you should live? Are you living your partner's life? Are you living your children's life? Whose life are you living? So what do you want? The answer is actually very, very simple, which most people miss. The answer is very simple because it is so simple that most people think like, oh, it can't be this, it can't be this easy. My life, what the life I want to live can't be that easy. And you know what? It is. It comes down to something very, very simple. It is what brings you joy? What brings you joy? Does what you're doing bring you joy? Or are you doing it? out of obligation, frustration, does this task bring you joy? And if it doesn't, it's time to evaluate. You know, sometimes there are things that may not bring you joy, but you know that it is leading to a bigger, to the next level. And then you can change your, you can reframe how that is for you. So for instance, I'm not a huge, huge, huge fan of social media. I don't like being on it as much. I don't like spending so much screen time, like, you know, like just like having my phone with me all the time. But it is a big part of how I reach my people. And so even if there are times I don't want to do it, I reframe it in my head and say, no, this is important. This is how I am here to serve and reach people. So I'm going to do it. Like I'm recording this podcast on a Saturday afternoon where my um, I, we had an option of going to a birthday party all together as a family. And I chose not to, not because I didn't want to, but because first of all, I was like, okay, what is more important? And I know that this is a very busy month for me. So might as well do the things that I need to do. So, and does this bring me joy? 100%. Does spending time with my family bring me joy? Yes. But sometimes you have to see, okay, what can I do that is going to lead me to the bigger vision, to the bigger goal? This is why I was asking you, what do you want? 
what do you want? What are you working towards? Because whatever you're working towards, a, an answer, a solution, something will open up. When you have clarity about what is it that you're working towards, the universe is always going to help you get there. So the first steps is getting clear on what you want. The next thing is to ask yourself, am I Actually, the step before that would be to ask yourself, whose life are you living? Because if you are living someone else's expectations or life or obligation that you think that that is what you're meant to do, then you're not going to have clarity around what is it that you want. So unless you resolve that and say, okay, or maybe they go hand in hand, you know, as as I'm, I'm getting clarity as I'm talking, they both actually go hand in hand. If you are not happy and satisfied in your life, then time to ask both of these questions. What do I want? Whose life am I living? Am I happy living that life? Am I, am I finding joy in this life? These are important questions. Being introspective is an important aspect to go to head towards whatever it is that you're seeking and desiring. You know, the bottom line is this life is going to go by in a blink of an eye even if you live but live for 100 years. 100 years are going to go by so fast, so quickly, that you're going to... One day you're going to wake up and go, what the heck happened to my life? Where did my life go? You know, I'm 47, or I'm going to be 47 in the next month or so. And 47 years have gone by so fast. So I'm always asking, how do I want to live the next 47 years, provided I have another 47 years? I may may or may not. I intend to have another 47 plus years so I can complete my mission on this planet, come here, finish what I came here to do. However, it's not guaranteed. So if today was your last day alive, would you choose what you're doing Or would you choose another path? It's a very important question to ask yourself. I know for a fact, it's taken me a long time to get here, but I know I'm living the life I'm meant to live. I know that I'm here to provide the kind of service that I'm providing because I am here doing the work I'm here to do. My soul chose to do this work. I know for a fact. Was it always clear? No, there was a lot of meandering. But if I continue to live the life that was asked of me, I wouldn't be doing this. So I remember this. This is going to be a little bit of a tangent, but it'll. It, I'm sure you can put yourself into my into you. You can put. You can apply this to your own life. So. Many of you already know that I grew up in India. I come from a very, very traditional Indian, South Indian family. This is how I grew up. And my parents, for lack of a better word, were pretty conservative in their outlook. They were liberal and they were also conservative. It's a very interesting dynamic um, or interesting conundrum, if I may put it that way. Because on one hand, they gave us a lot of freedom to do what we needed to do. And like, you know, both my sister and I studied quite a bit. They were, we were, we, 
we were very independent from a very young age. So on one hand, they were very liberal, if I may put it in those terms. On the other hand, they were also very conservative in what they expected and wanted from how we lived our life. So for a long time, it was very conflicting because as you may already know this about me, I'm very strong-willed and I have very, very... I. I where you could call it very stubborn at that time, but I'm a very strong like personality. And it was often a clash with my parents when I was growing up. We got into a, especially during my teenage years, there was a lot of conflict between me and my parents. And I was very vocal about it, which was, which was again, not something that they were used to because, you know, you grow up very traditional. The, the children obey what their parents say. And I never, I just did whatever the heck I wanted to do. And I can see glimpses of that in my daughter. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how is this going to be? <laughs> and so who knows? Well, she's a different person and I am not my parents. So we'll see how, how this is all going to unfold. But the bottom line is, I... It, it was for the longest time, even though on the external, I looked like I was super independent, did whatever I wanted to do. There was always this inner conflict that I was displeasing my parents, that I was making them unhappy with my choices. Every choice, a lot of the choice, not every, a lot of the choices I made in the, in, in the initial phases made them unhappy. And so unconsciously, was, it created a lot of tension and anxiety within. And I didn't know why I was feeling anxious because I would always feel I lived with anxiety for a very, very, very long time, including my, the choice of marrying the, my, my husband because he comes from so-called different religion and whatever, right? Like neither of us um, subscribe to any of those things. We're more spiritualist than anything, but we, we are very, very, we are very well matched for each other. And We've been together, what, now 25 years at this point? And so we've had a long time together. But in the beginning phases, my parents were very unhappy. They, they were not happy by the fact that I was marrying someone, first of all, out of my choice. And secondly, someone who is not in my, who's not didn't come from the same religious background. And then they fell in love with him and then the whole tune changed. Then it was really funny. It's a funny joke in our family that... They would say, oh my God, thank God. Thank God he, he this was, this is how funny it was. It would say things like, thank God he married you because no one would marry you. And of course they were joking, but there was some element of truth to that because I was so strong-willed. I doubt that I would have fit into the traditional arranged marriage system. I it would have lasted for hot two seconds. It would have not lasted at all. Just knowing my personality so it took, but that, that rebelliousness to break free from the norms of living someone else's life took a big toll on me. It created lots of anxiety. It probably also resulted in the autoimmune disorder because mind and body are connected. And it took a lot of work from my side to come to peace and harmony within myself saying, I am living the life I want to live and I don't care what anyone else thinks of me. It took a lot of effort. And so if you don't do this work, 
I didn't share all that story to entertain you. I'm sharing that because I know you can apply this to your own life. You may not be Indian. You may not have any of the you, the, the the norms around arranged marriage, for instance. But you have your own belief system that you have subscribed to unconsciously that are not even your beliefs. These are beliefs that have been passed on to you generation after generation after generation, and you have zero idea that it has even been passed on. You're living your entire life thinking this is your belief system. It isn't. Because if you don't do this work, the cost the price you're going to pay is going to be very high. It's probably already high. You can probably see the impact of that in your own life. If you struggle with anxiety, depression, if you're struggling with any, with, with feeling dissatisfied, you're probably already succumbing to old beliefs that no longer serve you, the beliefs that are not even yours. So let me ask you right now, whose life are you living and do you want to live that life or do you want to live your own life? It's your choice at the end of the day. Because if you continue, say you're even 30 right now or 23, who cares? I'm going to just make up some number. It doesn't matter. What are you going to do for the next 30, 40, 50 years of your life? Are you going to live someone else's life or are you going to live your own? The choice is yours. You have to decide that. You have to agree or disagree to what's happening in your life. And the choice is yours. So I know I gave you a lot to sit with. Tell me what are you taking away from this so far? There's a little bit more to go. But make a note of this. I'm not just sharing this so that you can listen and go, yeah, great, next. No, listen, take notes, apply it. Like I always say, aligned actions creates powerful results. There, there are many people who come to, I, I do a lot of free classes just as a way to give back to the community. And there are many rep, rep, rep <laughs> oh my God, I can't even speak, repeaters in the class because they're different topics and obviously it's of interest to them. So they come to the class, but, but there are many people who repeat the classes over and over again because it's free, which is fabulous. That's why I'm doing them, but you're not going to get the results by coming to one free class a month. You have to do the work. And I get it. I get it. Not everyone has the ability to invest in themselves, but do the work, even with those free classes, even with these free podcast episodes. And I'm sure you listen to other people's podcasts too. Take notes, apply it, see the results when you take, when you take the aligned actions towards it. Because if you don't, huge price to pay, you'll be still stuck. You're going to be stuck again. Another three years will go by. Another five years will go by. Where will you be? So are you going to take actions or not? And if you are ready to take actions, what is one thing you're going to take and apply to your life right now? It could be a simple act of journaling, saying, okay, whose life am I living? And journal or sit in meditation with it. And then once you have some clarity, you have a choice to say, okay, if I don't want this outcome, I'm going to do something different. And what is that difference? All right. 
So, pause this episode, take notes, see what what you're going to do. You know, one of my clients recently told me that she we were just talking about something and she said that one of the reasons she wanted to work with me was because she knew that she had to be very real with herself about how she had to change certain things in herself. And she knew that I would hold her accountable for that and that I wouldn't let her waste her life away. And I thought that was so profound because this is what happens when you do this inner work and you are no longer subscribing to the mediocrity that you're living and say, okay, I'm ready to change and I will change and I'm not, I'm no longer ready to waste my life away. So I invite you to look at this very closely, very it's very important that you do this work. Otherwise, you will be where you are today. And actually, that is the next episode that I'm going to be talking about where if you don't change, if you want a different outcome, you have to change. That's the only way. And that's the next episode. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, share with me on DM on social media, on Instagram, that this is where you'll find me a lot more um, that's where you'll find me, not a lot more. You'll find me there. <laughs> DM me with your takeaways from this episode. Also send me an email if that's easier for you. Support at padmaali.com with what you're taking away. And even better yet, please share this episode with your friends and family because you know they're going to benefit from this. And leave a review because again, good karma, it'll come back to you. You know, this is very funny, but I mean, it's not funny. It is, it is, um, this is how I live my life that when you do good deeds, they always come back. They always come back. You know, whenever any client pays me, I always bless the money and say, return back to them multifold. My clients will often say like, oh, wow, that's such a sweet message. I'm like, no, I mean it. Please, return, let, like, take it, like, let it come back to you multi, multi-fold. And our thoughts are no different. Any actions you take is going to be no different. It's only going to help you. It'll help, it'll come back to you. So if you leave a review, it's going to come back to you in its own form. The universe is always watching. So thank you. I'm so grateful you're here. And I will see you on another episode. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.